we're going, we don't need roads. We jump into the future here to finish up the third part of Death Note. Cody, we're back. We're back for part three. We're, we, we just finished up Death Note, and I'm excited. This is my first time watching it. That's neat. Yeah, I'm excited for you, man. Uh, I, I can't wait to hear your opinion on this on this third arc of the series. Uh, I liked it. I liked it, man. I liked it. But you know what? I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Welcome to Shonen and Suds, everybody. This is episode eight or nine. Episode nine, I believe. Damn, we're moving right along. I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I am Cody Snodgrass. And welcome back. Welcome, everyone. Uh, like we said here, you know, the excitement's kind of overtaken us. You know, we're finishing up Death Note. I actually watched, you know, watched the, the final part of it for the first time ever this past week. And, uh, you know, overall, I really enjoyed it. There were some things that, you know, were a little, uh, you know, made me scratch my head a little bit and rolled my eyes, you know, from time to time. But I think overall, you know, the broad strokes were good enough. I, I really, really enjoyed it. But, you know, and we'll dive into that, Cody. But, you know, before we before we start talking about the Shonen, we got to talk about the Suds. What you drinking? Well, Chris, I feel like it's time to break out another Anheuser-Busch classic, the Bush Latte, the Bush Light. Oh, uh, man. It's cool, crisp flavor. Uh, <laughs> another... you're, trying to, you're trying to sell me on it, but I don't know if it's working. Oh, man, it's another uh, trailer park staple. But uh... Hey, man, that, that is construction work. That is the construction worker classic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about you, buddy? What are you drinking? You know, I... I feel terrible i actually had uh i had opened up my beer at the time because i'm i got bottles this week um i opened my beer while we were fucking around earlier before the cast um so i don't have a cool noise to make uh but i am drinking doseki's lager the old green bottle lager and cody i've been drinking this shit all weekend and it goes down way too smooth it's a damn fine crisp refreshing lager that's for sure i'm trying to think if i've if i've had doseki's yet Oh man, well you're missing out if you haven't. I mean, it's definitely uh, you know. Is that the one with like the red X's on like the cans? It sure the is. Okay. That is. That is Spanish for two X's. Yeah, actually, you I had it. I had way too many of those before uh, one of our Choco Bros podcasts back in the day. See, it happens, man. Like it just gets you. They just get down the gullet, and uh, you know, because I've 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 been knocking them back, sir. And, <laughs> you know, but the crazy thing is, like, I don't even feel a buzz. Like, I'm just, they're just they're just too clean. They're crisp and clean. Yeah, we'll have to see if they uh, if it catches up with you later on in the episode. We'll see. We will see. Well, we got a lot to talk about, so let's go ahead and dive right in. We're going to start right back at episode 26. Um, and, you know, you had said before, this is a good place to start because really the first half of this episode was, was kind of a recap. Yeah, we really get to see, like, just like a, a quick flashback of everything that's happened so far. Which I think is good because... I mean, after I mean, we don't really necessarily need to cover the flashback. We know it, it takes us to you know from from light finding the Death Note all the way to pretty much L dying, which is what how the last episode ended. And then you know it goes from there to um, where what am I trying to say here? Like it, it kind of um, it, it it goes back to the uh, the investigation team, the task force, um, and I think it's here they pretty much ask Light to pretty much take over as L and like they don't want to announce that L was dead I mean because they're, they're so worried you know because at this point they don't know Light's Kira so they're more worried about like L's death like really getting out there and causing a panic 
Yeah, they don't want the public to be like freaking out over the fact that L is dead. Um, mm-hmm. So it this, we kind of pick up. It's ten days after L's funeral. Um, mm-hmm. This is also where the task force they they're reading the newspaper and they realize like Watery's true identity. Mm-hmm. And that he had founded like these orphanages. Uh, yeah, he, the, what's it called? Like the the Wally House or something like he, that. Yeah, he, f- he founded Whammy's House and several. Whammy's House, fucking yeah. Wally's House. The yeah, fuck is this? <laughs> founded that, and then he founded several other orphanages. And he's also a famous inventor. Um, yes. But yeah, they decide that Light should take on the role of L. Uh, and this is where Light he he also gets he asks his dad if he can like has permission to get like his own place, mm-hmm. like get his own apartment basically. Uh, and he actually ends up asking Misa to move in with him, and she's obviously yeah. ecstatic about all that. Oh, of course, tickle pink. Um, and then we kind of, we kind of get a, a one of those like quick scenes where it's like flashing through moments, and then we see Light. He's like going crazy, killing all kinds of criminals. Uh, mm-hmm. And he also ends up taking out Weddy and Iber, the two that had joined the task force. Uh, yeah, like I was definitely not a. I don't want to say not expecting it, but like, I mean, he, he, he was very much like when they were, fir- when they, um, when they were first brought in by L, he didn't like the fact that they were, uh, that they were criminals. Yeah. Like ex cons and like a, well, a con man and a thief basically. Um, yeah. Uh, and he also ends up killing all of like the Yotsuba group head members that we had seen before. Yeah. Dude, we're just we're just fucking tying up loose ends at this point. Yeah, he's dropping all the all the side characters that really don't have much story left. That yeah, that, that they they just need uh, and and here's the thing. I, while I understand it, it just felt like kind of a cop out. We're just like jumping ahead. It's like, well, I guess we got to do something with these people. Mm-hmm. So it, it felt like a little I don't know, a little little bit of a cop out. But I get it. If we if we're if we're, if we're jumping ahead here, if we're doing some time jumping here then, you know, we got to clear up the loose end. So I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, and then uh, we're also, in the background, you hear, like, some stuff that says, like, Kira's killings have increased dramatically. Mm-hmm. We're, we're skipping ahead to 2012 now, so we're five years in the future. Man, 2012, what a time to be alive, Cody. That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, and then also, there, the news reports also say that there's a lot of people that are starting to support Kira, like, more and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we flash back actually to 2007 for a brief moment right before the episode ends. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's this gentleman, he's holding his phone, he has a text message, and it says that L is dead. Um, uh-huh. And he informs these two boys in front of him, and that's that's kind of where the first episode comes to a close. Yep. Uh, which brings us right in really to episode 27, uh, which is titled uh-huh. Abduction. Uh, we're introduced to a few new characters here. Uh, we got Roger, he's like the head of this place called whammy's house like we mentioned the wally's house uh and he informs these two boys in front of him uh their names well their alias names are near and mellow Mm -hmm. um and they're basically these two kids that have been raised to be the next l like to be l's successor Mm -hmm. and like near looks a lot like l just white hair yeah he's kind of like twirling his hair and he's like messing with the puzzle uh, and Mello, you can kind of tell he's like the more emotional one of the two. He's like, well, who did L choose? Like, who's going to be the next successor? And then Roger informs uh-huh. him, hey, he hasn't chosen yet. Yep. Uh, and doesn't it, from here, is this where it kind of cuts to where, like, they're they're older at this point? And do we see where they're, because um, I know, like, doesn't it cut to, like, near talking to, the like, the president? Yeah, Mello decides to leave the Institute. And he's kind of pissed off. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like you said, we fast-forward to 2012 again. 
Uh, and of course, they've pretty much done like like George W. style president. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Near's meeting with the president of the United States, uh, mm-hmm. as well as like the director of the FBI. Mm-hmm. And he's telling the president about the notebook, um, and he thinks that the Japanese police have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we and then we get like a kind of a a little bit of more backstory on Near. He's been like collecting evidence ever since L's death. Uh, he believes that there's like two L or no, no. He believes that the new L is a fake because uh, he knows obviously that the real L is dead. Exactly. No, uh, I thought that was I thought that was really clever. How he he is very very similar to L, and you kind of realize that very very quickly. And I do like the way. Yeah, I don't I don't want to jump ahead, but I like the way how that that whole thing all pans out. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the U.S. they they create their own investigation team to go after Kira. Uh, the SPK. Yeah, the special provision for Kira. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is basically... Or if you're from Jersey, SPK means salt, pepper, ketchup if you're getting yourself a Taylor ham and egg sandwich. Ooh, love that. Damn right. <laughs> uh, but basically, it's it's hand-picked FBI, CIA, CIA, FBI excuse me, and CIA mm-hmm. agents, um, mm-hmm. as, as well as near. He's kind of like heading the whole organization. Yep. Uh, then we, we kind of flash to... The Yagami household. We see Sayu. She's like coming home from college. Matsuda is kind of crushing on her, uh, and they're just really just kind of just having a sit down. Yeah, kind of a, a, a lighthearted moment here, which is nice. Yeah, which is quickly interrupted when uh, Light's dad he actually gets a call from Aizawa, mm-hmm. uh, and they they kind of he's like, "Hey, we got to get out of here," and it's revealed that Takimura, the director of the MPA. He's basically been, he's been abducted. Yeah, he's been abducted, and uh, Light's dad's like, "Well, has have the kidnappers asked for like ransom money or like what's going on?" And Isa reveals that they want to trade the deputy director for the notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so Light's in Light's head. He's like, "Okay, so whoever this person is, they know about the notebook, and they know that like we have it." Uh, and then sorry my computer wigged out on me there for a second oh no you're all good uh and the spk actually reaches out to the to the task force and agrees mm-hmm. to to kind of help uh along with the kidnapping uh because nia really believes that whatever whoever's behind this case this might help lead to the arrest of kira mm-hmm. uh and then we kind of we flash to mellow and he's kind of i think he's like 20 years old at this point uh, and he's got his his like group of goons. He's kind of like gang guys. Uh, yeah, they're they're almost like, like they almost seem like I don't I don't want to use the word mafia, right? But they're definitely like I don't know necessarily like big time gangsters, but they're you know they're, they're gangster enough. Actually, mafia is a good word because that's actually what they. Oh no shit! Okay, yeah, cool. What they, yeah, what they're a part of. Um, and we kind of mellow. We see inside of his head a little bit. He he already believes that there are two notebooks. Uh, and he wants both of them because he wants to eliminate Nier. And basically, he wants to solve the Kira case on his own. Because mm-hmm. him and Nier have always kind of butted heads. Uh, we see Light. He actually ends up using his notebook to mm-hmm. to have the, the deputy director hang himself. Yeah. Now, uh, when I, I remember when I first saw this part, like, I... For a second, I was like, wait, is that his dad? And then, like, the very next scene, it shows his dad. And I was like, no, no, no. I, I was super confused early <laughs> on in this part. Because I'm, I'm still reeling from the time jump at this point. Well, yeah, and we don't really ever see the director of the NPA. Yeah, that's too why much I was like, wait a minute. Um, but, yeah, 
Mello is already quick to determine that if Kira's that he thinks that Kira's behind this. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually like he's done his research, so he's like, all right, well, I'm now I'm gonna kidnap Sayu Yagami. He's gonna kidnap basically like sister at this point uh, and mm-hmm. try to use her as ransom to try and get the the death note from the Japanese police force. Yep, and that was pretty intense too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mello calls. The, he calls the task force and lets them know that he wants to trade Sayu for the notebook. Yeah, they, and uh, I know Light and uh, his dad kind of they they they, uh, they were not too terribly happy about Sayu being kidnapped. Oh no, they were they were freaking out. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and in or I say in, uh, but I'm going to use near and in as the yeah because yeah because he 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 refers to himself as in yeah. Well, he actually, he's pretty sure that Mello is behind the kidnapping of the director. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mello, he instructs uh, Light's father to come to L.A. with the notebook. And he, like, tells him to come alone. Mm-hmm. But this is where they do, like, a real crazy, like, <laughs> they're trying some Ocean's Eleven-style bullshit. And, like, who is it, like, one by one guy, like, changes his whole fucking look? Yeah, Aizawa gets, like, a, this is actually going into episode uh, 28. Because these episodes all kind of flow together, really. Um, yeah, it's happening pretty quickly. But yeah, uh, they all start flying like one by one uh, over to the over to LA just to prevent mm-hmm. being noticed. I think like Light and Misa go first. Yep. And then he actually has Aizawa tail his father just to see if mm-hmm. just in case anything happens. And like you said, that's where Aizawa he cuts off the afro basically and yep. gets all has, gets like, a nice clean cut pencil thin like douche must douche chin. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, like the old fucking uh, the outline of like his chin line, like around his head, like the old fucking pencil thin douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Look. Uh, but before Light's dad can get on his plane, uh, a guy kind of comes up behind him and he's like, "Hey, you're actually gonna get on this plane." Yep. Um, eyes will kind of panics, but Light kind of tells him to calm down. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want him to blow his cover. Uh, and then okay. while they're while they're on the plane, he actually has him speak to Sayu. Or to Mello. Mm-hmm. And just, just kind of informing him on the situation. They basically have taken control of the plane. And they haven't landed, like, this secret base that they have. It's, like, out, like, in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, not, yeah. not like, kind of, like, in the desert and shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, Light's dad's kind of looking all around. And then, of course, like, this opening comes out of the ground. Oh, of course. Very Cobra-style fucking secret base. Yeah, and I think it's revealed that they've used, like, this, this hidden base to, like... The mafia's used it before to make make exchanges because Sayu's, she's in like this glass case. Mm-hmm. It's like this spinny door where like he can set the notebook on one side and spin it and get her and give them the notebook. But it's got like because I, I know while you know when they're all set up to make this exchange, uh, whoever it is is that's meeting him has like this gimp mask on. Oh yeah, and he's like you know put the notebook here. Um, but if you any any you know weird moves, he can just straight up shoot Sayu because he's got a gun pointed at her through like a slot on his side of the glass. Yeah, and uh, Light's pretty worried at this point. He's watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he can't see via the satellite mm-hmm. because they're underground at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he actually debates on killing his own sister. Uh, yeah, th- <laughs> which is crazy. Like just to prevent from. The kidnappers from getting the notebook. Yeah, because he, he's very much because he he knows his dad's gonna give him the book. But yeah, um, he ends up deciding he can't do that, um, mm-hmm. and he has Misa keep killing criminals while all this is going on. Yep. 
uh, Chris. And then we get some uh, a kind of crazy scene, which is I, I don't know. It's I don't really like it too much, but like this missile kind of appears out of the ground. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And like launches off, and like a helicopter takes off at the same time. Yeah, this was just like it was a bit much and a bit out of nowhere. Because, yeah. like, cause they, they make the exchange, and, um, like, you don't know if the 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 death note's on the helicopter with the, the guy who, who made the exchange, or if it's, like, you're, you're kind of like, what the fuck's getting ready to happen here? Like are, they, like, are they getting ready to just shoot the helicopter down, or what? Yeah, it's, it's a weird scene. Um, mm-hmm. But Light's father makes it out okay. Um and I think they realize that the the no that I think the helicopter blows up. Yeah, because like the the mafia guy's like, oh, did I? He's like talking to the boss. He's like, did I do good? Are are all my are all my mess ups taken care of? And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Bloop, it just blows them up. Yeah, so they realize that the the notebook's actually on this missile. Yeah, which is again so fucking weird, but okay. Yeah, which somehow, <laughs> uh, Mello manages to to get a hold of. Like finds where the missile landed. I don't. I don't know how they do it. Um, yeah. But I guess this little mafia syndicate has their. I don't know. They. Mm-hmm. They know Cause how to. Is it? Because isn't this the episode where like Mello kills pretty much like all of the SPK? Yeah. Like is that this episode? Yeah. Near standing there doing like one of his little dice puzzle castle yeah. things that he makes, and then like bodies are just dropping all around him. Yeah. And like only like three people live. Yeah, it's just near and like. A few of core members of the SBK left. Yeah. Um, like the guys, like what's the guy's name? Like Anderson or something like that. Yeah, we got. There's like we got Rester, Giovanni. Rester, that's who it is. And yeah. then uh, the girl. I can't. I can't remember. Because Rester's the, the fucker that reads the lips later. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> is, is that in the next episode? I can't remember. It's coming up here soon. Uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that. Don't worry. <laughs> Jeez. But uh, but this episode ends. Because uh, we're this is tw- where we meet the this other fucking Shiki, uh, Shinigami. He's so fucking. Yeah, we meet. I lost my notebook. Yeah, the worst Shinigami of them all. See. Oh my god! Just the, the the fucking the whipping boy, the redheaded stepchild of Shinigami. He's just <laughs> such a just such a punk bitch. Uh yeah, and that that actually brings us right into episode twenty nine, which is titled Father. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, it's, it starts off at Sido. He, he he's caught up Ryuk because Ryuk has actually taken his notebook. The the mm-hmm. notebook that Ryuk originally dropped is actually Sido's. Yep. And he's asking for it back. Uh, God. Then we, yeah. Then we kind of flash back to the task force. They've they've done some research on the Whammy's house, mm-hmm. and this is where they Wally's did, house. Yeah. Get it right. <laughs> yeah. They've uh. This is where they they figure out that it's been designed to create the next L. Hmm. Uh, and they learn a little bit more about Nier and Mello. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Light, he he kind of tells Misa, he's like, hey, I need you to look up like these known mafia syndicates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and see, basically, she finds out that one of them doesn't have a lifespan above their head, so they find out that he has he's holding the notebook, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's this guy named Snyder. He's, he's one of the mafia yep. bosses. Uh, he was the guy with like the like the bald head and like the, the weird like beard shapes. No, like no, no. He's wearing the white suit, right? No, no, he's one of the other guys. Uh, okay. They all die here in a minute, anyhow. But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Light, Light actually uses the notebook kind of crazy here. He like has Snyder send a letter like revealing their location. 
Mm. Which is something I didn't know you could even do with the notebook. Yeah. But I, it's interesting. I, I like, because he doesn't kill Snyder here. He just has him send this letter. Yeah. I, didn't, I mean, it, yeah. And this is the first time you ever see, like, him really, like, control somebody. I mean, unless this, like, ultimately is kind of a catalyst that ends up, you know, leading to his death, right? Yeah. But. We don't know that I don't know. quite yet. Yeah, it, it's again. This there's a lot of the, the things I have problems with in this last section are things exactly like this, where they're just doing something randomly just to move everything forward. Right, and then uh, we also see Cedo. He's like kind of spying on Light and Misa, and he sees the mm-hmm. the address of the place, so he goes there because it's his notebook that they have. Yep. And he reveals himself to Snyder, and like Snyder's freaking out because he's obviously seen a Sheena got <laughs> me for right. the first time. Mm-hmm. And they all like start shooting at him. Oh yeah, they're all going crazy because he has him. He's like, "Hey, pass the notebook around, and then everybody else will be able to see me as well." Yep, and they all just start freaking the fuck out. Yeah, and then uh, one uh, one other brief thing I, I have written down here uh, is that Eday, he's also returned to the task force, which he was kind of a just a side character, and he really just remains a side character. Um, mm-hmm. But he's come back to the task force uh, when Izwa made the call. So we, uh, we actually have a, a little bit more of a task force together again. Which is weird because they don't really feel like they're doing much. Yeah. Uh, and this is where Light kind of comes up with another little plan. Kind of like the one he did with Ryuk and uh, Rim in the forest. Where he, he like forfeits his ownership of his death note. And like keeps Misa's notebook in his like belt loop. Does all this stuff. Basically just to... I, I, at this point we don't see the results of it. Uh, but he doesn't want to obviously f- forget his memories. Um, mm-hmm. We flash back to Cedo. He he reveals to Mello that the two rules that he that Light had Ryuk right that these rules yep. are fakes, like the thirteen day rule. Yep. Um, and then Light also has Misa. Together's a lot that happens in this episode. Uh, <laughs> he has her call the task force, and mm-hmm. this is where they kind of set up the plan to take out the mafia. So acting as Kira, he says she says that uh, she's gonna kill him like on this certain date, uh, basically because Kira doesn't want the notebook in the wrong hands. Um, so the day comes, the task force shows up, except for Light. Light stays like, kind of stays at home base to kind of direct, like what to do. Mm-hmm. And this is where I have another small little gripe. Like Light's father actually makes the deal for the. For the Shinigami eyes at this yeah. point. Which is really like just to be super duper safe. Like mm-hmm. it's a very precautionary thing. Like if they just wanted to take out Melo, they could just shoot him. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I, I don't know. It's weird that he, he does that. Yeah. And also too, right? This is where it can get kind of, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say paradoxical, right? But like. If he's gonna die, I don't know. Maybe it's weird, right? Because like you, you, they lose half, or wait, they lose half of their life, and it gets given to the Shinigami, correct? Yeah. So like, if he was gonna die there, wouldn't he have died sooner because he's lost half of his lifespan, or, or is it just him losing half of his lifespan is what kind of caused him to die in the hospital? I I know I'm jumping the gun here, but like. This is where, like, this whole thing about losing half your lifespan gets a little dodgy. Well, it's just it's just simple. It's like, if you have a year left, you're going to get six months. 
remaining. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. So it's not, it doesn't really affect when he dies. It just affects how much time the Shinigami gets. Well, it, it kind of affects both. Um, but it seems like Light's dad really only had a day to live. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, He's got heart problems anyway. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, they, they wait until the time that Kira specified. Uh, and then you kind of start hearing like the screams of like, the mafia bosses. They all start dropping. Yep. Uh, and the task force, they, like, charge in, and they're looking for Mello. They're trying to secure the notebook. Um, and they end up getting the notebook from, like, one of the goons, and they apprehend those two. Yep. And they, uh, they he sees Mello's real name. It's, like, uh, Mikhail or Michael. Uh, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> Michael without the C. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he's kind of, like, hesitating. He's, like, uh, he doesn't want to write Mello's name down. Um, yeah, but he's, like, he's, like, you know, like a mall cop stop or i'll say stop again yeah um and i know like and this is where it sucks because he hesitated like there was a guy like laying on the ground who's not really dead yeah and he ends up turning around and he unloads on Light's oh, dad. oh yeah and Light's dad has like the body armor and stuff but like mm-hmm. you can clearly tell he's still messed up oh absolutely uh, but he won't yeah, let go with the damn notebook <laughs> mm-hmm and they try to take it after he after he drops finally from getting that fucking full clip unloaded into him. I know he tries to like they try to pry the notebook from him, but they they uh, the guy trying to pry he gets shot because the rest of the task force comes barging in. Yeah, I think Izawa comes in and he sees like he's about to shoot Light's dad like in the head and he he blows him away and then Mello actually detonates the bomb he's been holding and it kind of like destroys the building for the most part. Although nobody dies in the explosion, which is yeah, yeah, that's a that's bit a little odd, but you know, but whatever, but whatever. Again, we're we're moving at a breakneck speed in this last uh, this last arc here. Yeah, um, and then we kind of flash to the the hospital. Um, yeah, and it's like lights, dad. This is where he like he you know he's gonna die. He's on his deathbed, um, mm-hmm. and he's he's like I well, still... like the minute he gets the eyes, you're like he's this is his last episode. Like the minute he got the eyes, I was like, he's not going to be in another episode after this. Like it's over. Yeah. And it, re- it really sucks. Cause he's like one of the most stand up like cops in the show. Absolutely. Um, but he has the Shinigami eyes still. And he like realizes that light isn't actually Kira. Although we, as the watcher, we know that he is, yep. uh, but at least he kind of gets to die somewhat peacefully. Like he gets, he knows that his son's innocent. Oh, well, also he, he gets to die not seeing what the fuck happens at the end. <laughs> yeah. He, He's the, he's the lucky one. But yeah, <laughs> and then this episode ends with uh, the task force. They all touch the notebook, and they all, like, Cedo appears, and they decide, hey, we don't need this other notebook for our investigation. We can, they go ahead and just give Cedo his notebook back, and that's, luckily, the end, the end of Cedo. We don't have to see him anymore. Uh, Thank fucking God. He was my, he was my uh, ninja ninja for yeah. this show. Yeah, I, I really dislike him, uh. But that's one less notebook and one less Shinigami to worry about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then now we're we're right into episode 30, which is titled Justice. Justice. Uh, this one kind of starts off. We got in. And we kind of see in his head like we did with L and like how we do with Light. Um, mm-hmm. But he's theorizing, and he comes up with the fact that he believes that Kira and the second L are the same mm-hmm. person. So he thinks that yep. Light, basically thinks that Light is Kira as well as pretending mm-hmm. to be L. Um, and then we kind of get another another little like flash forward scene, not not so much forward, but it's just like news mm-hmm. about like that Kira like the crime rates are dropping. Uh, 
And this is where we see the return of our old buddy Demi Gawa uh, from Sakura yeah. TV. He comes back, and now he's he's the host of this Kira's Kingdom show. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. Oh. And, I mean, he's calling Kira, like, true justice. It's basically just, like, a Kira support show because, like, a lot of there's a lot of people in the public that are starting to like respect Kira for what he's We're just been doing. Pretty much cleaning up the streets, getting rid of the filth. Yeah, uh, we also see another TV thing where like the president of the United States kind of comes on air and he makes a big announcement where he's like, "Hey, we're no longer gonna oppose Kira. Like, we're not gonna do anything to like try to stop him," which kind of dissolves the SPK in a sense. Yep. Uh. And then uh, we, we kind of get a, a, cra- a scene change here, and we see the girl, the, the lone girl survivor from the SPK, and Mello basically is in her house, and kind of he takes her hat hostage. Uh, Mello's got, like, a burn on his face, so he's also survived the explosion. Yep, which, I mean, god damn it. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I mean you, you knew he was going to live, right? I mean, you didn't see a body. You knew he was alive. Yeah, I knew he was getting out, but, like, I don't know. It's just weird that they blow up this whole building, and all of the important characters live. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's classic. That's classic movie trope. Right. Um, but he he demands that, like, to meet near it at the SPK headquarters, so she leads him there. Uh, and this is one of my, my big gripes about this show. Uh, Mello's like, hey, I need that photograph. Because Mello had left a photograph at Whammy's house. Or Wally's house, sorry. <laughs> Wally's house! <laughs> uh, and this is where... Mello kind of breaks character because like he's been wanting to have this competition with Nier to like figure out who Kira is first and all this stuff but then he just spills the beans and he's like telling him about the notebook the Shinigami he's telling him about the fake rules that Sido told him about um, yeah and, so he, and that ultimately comes back into play near the end which I, again I agree with you like they set up these two to be almost like like friendly rivals right and now, like, you don't even really get to see them have that rivalry. Yeah, it seems like it seems like Nier wants to have, like, a friendly rivalry. But, like, Mello is just so emotional and, like, pissed off, like, angsty. Mm-hmm. But then he just tells Nier, like, all of this key information. Uh, yeah. And for, like, nothing. For nothing. There's yeah, no... he just he's just like, oh, here's all this super information. After, I don't know, he just breaks character there. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, and then Nier actually calls Light, or L at this point. He doesn't know who Light is, really. Uh, uh-huh. And he, he's, kind of, he's kind of testing him. He's questioning him, like, hey, which rule do you think of these is fake? Uh, obviously, Melo just told him which rules are fake. Yep. Um, but, and he goes right to, like, the 13-day one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is where N kind of announces, because the whole task force is listening in. He's like, hey, I think Kira is, is amongst you. Um, mm-hmm. and like he could be having the Shinigami like lie on his behalf mm-hmm. well cause I mean, this is like the same episode where um where like his his task force even starts to like like yeah. they, they're starting to suspect that it's light at this point if I'm not mistaken at least Aizawa is yeah Aizawa's really starting to like question he doesn't want to believe it but like or Nier's like, hey, was the second L ever accused of being Kira? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, like, this is what, like you said, Aiza was kind of, he's like, could Light really be Kira? Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of gives him a number where, like, hey. It's- well, because, the, 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 but he's, when, yeah, when he's, well, when he's talking to him, also, I don't know if this is, if I'm jumping the gun here again, but, like, 
he's having the conversation with uh, yeah maybe I am because I know he's having the conversation with Izawa and he's like did he ever voluntarily detain himself yeah did he ever do this yeah that's a little bit farther ahead uh okay. but we're, we're getting there we're getting there don't worry okay. uh but yeah it kind of just leaves a number like hey if you guys want to call and like work together on this here's my number mm-hmm. yada 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 um and then we kind of we flash to a to another scene um where the president he's actually getting a phone call from kira uh and it's kind of like a threat basically they need the location of like the spk members the base and like uh-huh. that he wants them to be disbanded but if he doesn't he'll kill him kill him yeah and he requests that like he sends it to a this information to a third party which we find out is demigawa yep um and this is where like we kind of flashed out like outside the spk headquarters there's like all these protesters and rioters that like demigawa has has gathered um mm-hmm. and obviously he's on live tv at sakura tv so like he's really getting everybody riled up uh, and they're trying to break into the to the building uh this is what, kind of where the episode ends Misa's basically just watching to try and see if if Nier leaves, like if she can write his name down by using her Shinigami eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we jump right into episode 31, which is titled Transferred. Um, Light, Light kind of calls Nier and he's like, hey, I think you should evacuate. Uh, and Nier's really already suspecting Light to be Kira. Yeah, but now this is just like, why, does he, why is he doing this? Why does he want us to evacuate? Yeah, and this is he keeps warning. He warns the task force again that he believes that Kira is is among them. Uh, and Isawa at this point, he's like, "Yeah, I think this could actually be true." Um, but Nier and the SPK, they use like, they basically have like this. I don't know how much money they have hidden in the sides of these of this building, but they use this like money distraction. Yeah, like, and then they just like dump it out into the fucking streets. Yeah, which causes Demigawa to not even pay attention. So like the cameras aren't on the entrance anymore. Uh, and the SPK and Nia, they kind of escape safely. They use, like, some body armor. Uh-huh. Um, but the task force later on, we kind of fast forward to that night. Uh, they get a call from Nier. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, hey, we're safe, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and this is where he's like, I think the second L is Kira. Yeah, and th- th- this is where the conversation that he's having with Aizawa. Yeah, uh, and like, like gives the the rest of the task force, he's like, hey, Look, I get it. Like, if you guys think I'm Kira, like, you have my permission. You can go cooperate with him if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaiah, he calls near. Um, and uh, he, he's kind of this is where, like, he brought up that he talks about like the 50 day prison sentences. Um, mm-hmm. Tells him about the Shinigami eyes. Uh, Near's like quick. He's like, hey, did did he volunteer? Like to yep. be to be kept under surveillance. All this stuff. Um, and it's pretty much like from here on where like I'm pretty sure like Aizawa is just he's like I'm pretty sure it's him yeah like Nier I would say he's like this pretty much for the rest of the show oh yeah definitely and Nier is pretty convinced as well like Nier yeah pretty much from the moment that they first come in contact with each other he he automatically thinks that the second L which is Light is Kira Uh Uh, and Aizawa actually admits to Light that he's, he's called Nier all this stuff, uh, and that he wants to put Light and Misa kind of back under surveillance. Um, yep. So we they, they go, they search Misa's house for a notebook. They can't really find anything. They end up... Le- Mogi actually ends up staying behind because uh, yep. he's he's still acting as like Misa's manager and stuff like that. 
Yep. Uh, but then, Chris, we, we flash to a new scene. We see another guy uh, writing in the notebook. Uh, yep. Uh, fucking uh, out of nowhere, man. Another people, another person out of nowhere, dude. This yeah. guy old fucking broken Matt Hardy over here. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he reminds me of. Uh, but earlier we did see one quick little glimpse of, like, Light giving Misa, like, a new order. Like, you just see her, yep. like, open, like, an email. Yep. Um, but you see this guy, like you said, Broken Matt Hardy. He's just saying delete. He's writing all these names that are being broadcast. It's actually Kira's Kingdom that's on TV. Yep. And, like, they reveal these four of, like, Kira's children or something like that. And he just drop. They all drop dead, 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 dead. And then uh, yep. he actually ends up killing Demi Gawa. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, I mean, he had it coming. Right. Um, and then we we kind of see uh, a little bit of the backstory on Light's plan. And it was like, he had Misa relinquish ownership of her Death Note and send it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, like, these instructions. And he found this guy who's Taro Mikami. Uh, yep. From, like, the past TV broadcasts of, like, Kira's Kingdom. And, like, th- that he was a supporter of Kira and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't remember if it's, it's this episode or the next episode where it kind of, like, goes through... Oh, that's the, that's the beginning of the next episode where it kind of brings you up to speed on this guy that we've literally just met who all of a sudden has the notebook and is going to fucking town. Yeah, this, like you said, episode 32 titled Selection. We get, we get the backstory on, on Tara Mikami, this new Kira. Which is fine, right? Because, like, I think he has a really good backstory. He just, you know, stands up for the week. You know, pre, you know... Overall, a good guy, but again, it goes back to you know the thing with this show. Just the people have this, you know, they have a moral compass, but it does not always point north. Yeah, he has like, it's crazy that like Light already has this crazy sense of justice, like on an extreme level, and then we meet Mikami, and he's even worse than Light. Oh yeah, like he's like there's only good and there's only bad. Um, oh yeah, yeah, just there's no in between. Yeah, we see, up. we see some scenes where, like, as he's getting older and, like, sticking up for the kids that are getting bullied, he starts getting beat up, and his mom's like, you know, this is stupid. you got to stop doing this stuff. Like, you're like you're literally just getting your ass beat every day, sticking mm-hmm. up for these kids. Um, and he even, like, wants his mom to die, really. And coincidentally enough, like, four of the bullies from his school, mm-hmm. like, get in this bad car accident, and they all die, and one bystander's killed, and, like, it's his mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he and he's actually like happy about it because like these people that he considered to be quote unquote bad are are all like out of the way. Yep. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's definitely more fucked. But it's kind of funny that he's happy that his mom's dead when literally a few episodes before Light was contemplating killing his own sister. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Then we see Mickey. Me, he like as he grows up, he becomes a prosecutor. He he basically worships Kira. Um, because like all the people that he's seen on the news that he considers bad, they're all like they're dropping all of a sudden. Yep, yeah, that's uh, that was kind of the where it brings that initial connection in. Uh, but yeah, he, he so he's like putting himself like in the spotlight, like he's going on Kira's kingdom basically to try and get noticed by Kira, uh, and then of course, obviously, he gets this, this notebook in the in the in the mail with these rules in it. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's killing criminals, uh, and then we kind of flash back to to light and. He's like, man. He's like, I think he's talking about like that. Kira needs a new voice, just inside of his head, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Monster comes in and he's like, hey, turn on the news. And we got a new voice for Kira that pops up on on like the Channel Six News or whatever it is. 
Uh, and it turns out to be Kiyomi Takeda, who is yeah, one, of, one of Light's old girlfriends. Yeah, Light's old girlfriend from the past who was salty that he was ignoring her. Uh, mm-hmm. And Mogi, he actually he instantly recognizes her. Yep. Uh, and then, like, we see Aizawa. He's like, well, if Light wanted this to be a spokesperson, he wouldn't choose somebody that he would know. Uh, so Eyes was kind of fighting this whole battle inside of his head, like trying to figure out whether or not Light could be Kira or not. Yeah, because while he thinks he, like you said, while he thinks he is, he does things that just seem very much out of character for somebody who would be Kira. Right. Uh, and Light suggests that they like set up a meeting with Takeda uh, and mm-hmm. basically try to use her to get some info on Kira and try to make like an arrest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she she agrees. Um, so they like they like book a hotel room and they like set up like the wiretaps, they set up the cameras, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while they're meeting, like lights, lights kind of like hitting on her, like because she's infatuated with him pretty much. Yeah. Um, but actually, Mikami he ends up calling. Uh, and he asked, like she says, like, "Hey, I'm, I'm talking with a friend right now." Um. And he actually he asked to be, Mikami asked to speak to whoever her friend is. Uh, so now we got. We got Light and Mikami on the phone together. Mm-hmm. So, like, everything's working out the way Light wanted to. Um, he's like, oh, how can I believe that... He says that he's the real Kira. He's, they're using, like, some code kind of to talk back and forth to each other. Yep. And uh, he's like, well, how can I believe you're the real Kira? And he's like, well, turn on the news right now. And it's like Kira's kingdom again, and he kills another person off that. Yep. Uh, and obviously the task force is watching, so they're like... This is this is helping like prove Light's innocence more and more. Mm-hmm. But of course, I mean the whole time, Nier's the only one who's kind of seeing right through all this bullshit. Yeah, Nier's seeing through all of this. Um, and I think Light writes a note and it says like that Kira wants wants to search the room for like the surveillance equipment or something like that. Yep. Uh, so, which <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird that the task force just accepts that. Like they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, they've, we've they're been caught. Like, we, want like, all the, we want to remove all the bugs. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's super weird. I, if I was Aizawa, I'd be like, no, wait. Oh, wait a goddamn minute. No, 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 no. Like, if Kira shows up there, then... Yeah, like, that's the, that's then, the last thing we Then we, we know who do. Kira is, like... <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jesus. So, yeah, the, it gets a little sloppy in, in this last section. Uh, but we'll, we'll keep on going here. Uh but, I mean, while it is moving at a pretty breakneck speed and there's, some again, some eye-rolling moments here that, like, make no sense, like, I still think – I think the payoff is worth where we're going here. No, absolutely. And, like, I think Nier's, like, a really great character. Yeah, I agree. Um, and speaking of which, we kind of flash straight to him in the beginning of episode 33. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where Nier and Rester and, like, the remaining two other SPK members – they all head over to Japan. Um, yeah, and that, that was kind of a weird thing because, like, is is this the episode where he, uh, where Nier needs Rester to come back because he's like, well, I've never made flight arrangements on my own before. Yeah, and they're like, they're like on the plane. He's like handing him different toys while he's <laughs> playing with them. It's so weird. Yeah, and I, we haven't really touched on it that much, but like Nier's always playing with like these little figurines, or or he's like like. In some of the earlier episodes, he's, like, inside this little, like, fucking racetrack thing while the cars keep going. Yeah. yeah it has, like, very, like, childish tendencies. It's kind of weird. Yeah, he, he loves all his trucks and dinosaurs. 
Yeah, while well, Mello, Mello's just like addicted to chocolate bars. He's got one. Oh, he's always chomping a Hershey bar, dude. Like always. Yeah. Um, and near, we also get like another scene of near theorizing. Uh, and he, he he already knows that like there's someone else has a notebook. Mm-hmm. He's got like this little figure. He's like, all right, this is X Kira. <laughs> yep. He's got the Shinigami eyes. He's like they're using Takeda to communicate. <laughs> Nier is like on the ball. Like he's just like L. Like he instantly mm-hmm. like he refers to light as El Kira. And then this is uh, he's like El Kira, and then there's what New Kira I think is what he calls the other one. Yeah, X Kira. Um, X Kira. And I can't remember. Okay, no, this isn't where. Yeah, because you see these figures a lot, pretty much throughout the rest of the show. Whenever he's like drumming up his plans and all his ideas and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, we see Light. He meets with Takeda again. Um, and the task force is, like, listening in. And uh, Light, this is where Light actually passes. Now he can pass notes for to Takeda. He, like, admits that he's Kira. All yep. this stuff. Uh, he can do all this because there's no video footage now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he gives her a message like, hey, I need you to act as Kira. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, has, he basically has her call Mikami and have him has him send her five pages of the notebook and then he also instructs Mikami to create a fake notebook and like pretend that he's writing these names in there yep uh yeah, and then, this gets uh this gets real juicy here yeah they're, they're near and light are kind of just trying to be one step ahead of each other mm-hmm. uh, again go, go, it's a very it's a breakneck speed chess match not as intricate as the one he was having with l in the first part of the show but it, it's fine it's fine yeah i'm okay with it yeah, and then, Chris, we get another kind of ridiculous scene. This is where Nier, he's kind of sitting there, and he's looking through all these, like, he's got, like, DVDs, basically, of, like, all the episodes of Kira's Kingdom and, like, mm-hmm. just everything that has been shown on the news. And uh, it's, like, one of my least favorite scenes, but he, <laughs> like, his eyes oh, turn, the, like, the fucking... his eyes, like, glow blue, and he's, like, like, all this stuff spinning around him, and then all of a sudden he, like, snaps to a TV screen off in the corner, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's me and me, and he's, like... I think that's Xkira, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's like you're not even gonna give us like why you're just gonna fucking do it. Yeah, which is total bullshit. Um, I, there's like a, I get it. The whole show it. it has people that worship Kira, and he just picks out the one that actually. I don't know. It's just like there's a few lucky guesses. Like when L thought that Kira was in Japan. Like okay, that I can I can get I can get like that's fine. Sure. Yeah, because because didn't even didn't L even say he guessed like yeah. something like yeah he guessed <laughs> yeah Near just uh, snaps to the TV in the back corner and is like who's that guy that's the one <laughs> that must be him right <laughs> uh, fuck so it that, I know it it's him yeah so now we're moving like like you said breakneck speed um and we're we're just making shit up at this point uh and then Near he has another call with Izawa. And Aizawa informs him that that Light and or that L L at this point uh, L and Takada their meetings they're only uh, audio at this point, uh, which Nier is obviously super suspicious of. Oh, why the fuck wouldn't he be? Yeah. Um, and then Nier he instructs Giovanni, who's another one of the remaining members of the SBK. Yep. He's like, hey, I want you to. To tail this Mikami guy and just kind of see what's yeah, going Giovanni's on. Giovanni's my boy, dude. Giovanni is my fucking yeah, boy. Giovanni is 
we'll get we'll get more into him here in a minute. Uh, yep. Uh, and then he has Lidner, who's the girl. Uh, she actually becomes one of Takada's like main four bodyguards. Yep. Uh, and this uh, and now we're getting into where like Takeda and like uh, and Misa like they they actually like meet in person and have like just kind of a I don't know they kind of have a bitch off. <laughs> yeah, definitely. They're Misa's. They're both at the same location because they're doing. There's like a there's like a pop music festival that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kiyomi invites Misa out to dinner, and they're basically just trading blows at one another, like just getting in little one liners. Ca- so fucking catty, man. Um, and Lidner, the the security guard who's a member of the SPK, she she kind of let informs Nier on everything that happened at the dinner. Um, yep, there's a little that yeah, there's definitely a love triangle here. Yeah, uh, Takeda just hates Misa. Yeah, no, they definitely hate each other. Uh, and then you know, Kudo <laughs> Misa gets a little wine drunk here. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, she does. Um. But this episode, it actually ends with Giovanni. He's he's trailing Mikami, and uh, you see like a woman getting like pushed around on like a train. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see Mikami like I think he takes a photo of him and he writes his name down, or he does something. Well, he pulls out the notebook and like starts writing the name, and then like he croaks, and then and Giovanni's like, "Yo, I I just watched it happen." Yeah, and that's where this episode ends. Um, yeah, we are coming down the home stretch here. It's all gonna, it's all gonna come together. I promise. All the goofy shit, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna work itself out. But yeah, that brings us into the next episode uh, called Vigilance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Near basically, it starts off. He's wanting to get closer to Mikami, but he's kind of, he's kind of cautious because he doesn't know like what all the Shinigami is capable of, mm-hmm. like whether or not they they obey the the person with the notebook or not. Um. And we see Aizawa, he's he's growing more and more suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because he's um he's just mark he's just um he, he about the 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 meetings with um Takada. He, yeah, he's he's like really like noting those and seeing if they're like doing like some secret shit. Well, yeah, like communicating just, like through secret. It's weird that like. Like even the first meeting where they like they had him take out all the wiretaps and all that stuff, like that was weird. But then to have all the other meetings past that, just be wire, just be like sound recordings and like yeah, they're just like yeah. <sighs> I feel like Eisenhower should be like, hey, no, we're not doing this. We're putting yeah, or cameras like he should have like there should have been an episode where he just like flips it back on, you know what I mean, or you know, or something, or puts one back in there without light knowing, and then like I would have liked. I would have liked there had been an angle or like a few, again, I get it. There's not much, not much screen time left, but I think we could have cut half of that bullshit before this short. And I would have loved to have seen like Aizawa, like trying to convince the rest of the task force that, yo, I've got this proof that he's Kira. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and he kind of tries to, because now we have another meeting with Takeda and light. Um, mm-hmm. And while they're setting up like the, the wiretaps, Aizawa, he, like, pokes his fingernail on the bottom of each notepad. Yep, cause, yep, and this is where he sees the, uh... Because he, he makes a... He made, yeah, because he made a mark on each one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in this meeting, Light, he reveals to Misa... Or, he reveals uh, to Takeda that Misa was actually the original second Kira. Because Takeda's talking about her dinner and, like... Oh, the dinner that her and Misa had yep. had. Um... So now he informs her that Misa was the original second Kira. Um, mm-hmm. Then we kind of flash to uh, Giovanni, and he's 
he's called the SP, the other members of the SPK, like Nier and all that, and he's like, hey, I, I got footage of Mikami, and he's talking to himself. Um, and Chris, this is my least favorite scene of the entire show. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the fucking the <laughs> lip-reading scene, like we're goddamn NFL coaches on opposite sidelines. Dude, this is where Rester, like... <laughs> He, he like puts his face up to the screen and he's realize he like reads what Mikami's saying and dude it's just the worst scene of the show. It, it's really really. Crazy. <laughs> he's like, "Is that you, Shinigami?" <laughs> Is that you, Shinigami? That, that that's how it sounds. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. Yeah, then he translates like something else where like they figure out that the Shinigami isn't following him. Yeah, but I love how they're like enhance. Yeah, zoom in on his lips and slow it down. Jesus Christ. Uh, and then Aizawa, after the meeting's over, he goes back into the hotel room. This is where he sees that two of the, the notebooks where he left his little mark on with his thumb. Mm-hmm. But they're gone, so he knows that him and Takeda, he knows that they're pack, passing notes. Uh, yep. And he tells the SPK, and he actually goes and meets with them. Uh, now we're now we're at the 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 pop music festival. Um, and before Misa can go on for a little performance, the SPK actually they kind of detain her and Mogi, and they're like, "Hey, come with us." Um, and we don't see it, but off screen, Isa was also he's told Mogi about the the fact that his mark on the notes were gone. So mm-hmm. Mogi's kind of on board with the fact that like light could be Kira. Uh, and then in in or near, he contacts Light and he's like, "Hey, lets him know that he's detained those those two. Uh, <laughs> and then we get another scene with Giovanni. He's still tracking Mikami this entire time. Uh, Mikami, he's like a super, almost like he's very he's very like predictable. He he has like a super set schedule on when he does stuff. Yeah, like he goes to the gym, the bank, like a certain time, works the same hours, does like the same thing every night." Uh, so Giovanni, while Mikami's like working out, he uh, he picks the locker uh, at the request of N. He like, hey, see if you can like touch the notebook, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does this. He like breaks into his locker a couple times. He like he's getting like all these like enhanced photos of every single page of the notebook. Uh, and this yeah. episode, this episode kind of comes to an end there, like. Nier's looking at all these photos. He's like, with this, we can do it, is what he says. And that's where the episode ends. Yep. And then this this next episode, again, we're, we're going back to the, the crazy stuff. We got we got kidnappings in this episode. We got we got people stripping down in the back of trucks. It's, it's, getting, it's getting crazy here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, of stu- a lot of stuff's happening here. Um, yeah, this, this is the final, pretty much final leg of the show here. Yeah, we, we, get a, we get a bunch of different scenes of, like, Giovanni doing more stuff with like Mikami's locker uh just working on Nier's plan uh Takata gets a message from Mikami that he's confirmed it um and we don't really know the context of that uh but she tells Light that and this is where Nier suggests that Light and like all the task forces meet up Mm -hmm. um and they like agree like Nier's already purchased like a warehouse to meet at uh, he like asks. There's like there's a specific like date and time that they need, or a specific date they need to meet. Yeah, date and like one o'clock, and he's like, bring the notebook. Um, mm-hmm. And Light informs Takeda 
he informs her because yeah, it's like it's like a warehouse like out in the docks like you know yeah yeah so light light tells takada she tells uh mika me because like that she's the she's the middleman in that one um Uh, and this is where uh, <laughs> Mello actually, like, him and his buddy Matt, who's kind of just like a new goon that he's found. Yep. They, <laughs> Old Matt. Yeah, what <laughs> a great name that is. Uh, My homie Matt. Yeah, but they go to NHN and they actually, they sort of kidnap Takeda, uh, but Ledner, the, the girl member of the SPK, he's like, oh, she you, just kinda, you can yeah, go with like him, it'll be safe. tells her to go with him. Uh, but yeah, so he, he takes her... Um, and like stows her in a truck like you said has her stripped down and it turns out she actually has those a piece of the death note with her yeah and th- this is this is where it got like i was just like wait a minute like i felt like i looked away for a second and all of a sudden it's like wait a minute she's killing people now now this guy's dead everybody's like converging on this truck all of a sudden i was like wait a goddamn minute yeah <laughs> there's a lot happening here um but then we kind of see a little bit of a backstory where it says where Light revealed, like she recognizes him as this the drawing that Light showed her that it's Mellow, mm-hmm. and Light had actually informed her that of his real name uh, because yep. Light's dad had actually read it off. Yep. So Mike, Light, Michael without the C and yeah. last name is like Keeney or something yeah, like that. Kale or something like that. Yeah. Um, but like Light can't kill him because Light's never actually seen him. He's never seen yep. an actual photo of him. Um. So. They're all they like they trace the call and they're on the, the task force is on their way to this location where she's at. She's manages to call light, um, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> what? I think Isoa and Ide they like hop in the front seat and lights in the back seat and he writes a, f- a fucking essay on this piece of paper like that comes out of his watch. Dude, and, and like he's like stupidly like I can't believe they didn't even think they just immediately jumped in the front seat and put me in the back seat like. He he has a lot of like monologue that's just very spoon feedy. Mm-hmm. But I guess I guess it makes sense in this context. Like, oh, you idiot! You just put me in the back seat by myself. Didn't even think about it. Yeah, and he writes this whole paragraph on this little tiny piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it's like it's like Kiyomi Takeda burns to death and sets fire to everything around her, as well as everything that she's written on. Uh, so she's she wrote on the paper to kill Mello. So Mello's that problem's dead, or that problem's taken care of. Yep. And then Light really covers his own his own like covers his tracks really by having her burn everything and then die. Of course. Yep. Um, because uh, what's her name shows up. The uh, the bodyguard shows up and sees the church burn because they're like it's like they're in a truck that's inside of like a church or like an abandoned like, like, a, like an abandoned building. building and she sees everything on fire, which is weird because like if she's there. Unless it's one of those things that they're not there at the same time, like how does like light and everybody not see her there? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, but yeah, Takada's dead. Mello's dead. They're just fucking dropping <laughs> yeah. like flies. Yeah, we got characters that are dropping, uh, and that brings us really into these final two episodes. They go together. Um, yep, and this is uh like this is that the the final the final chess battle as it were. This is this is a very uh <laughs> it's a fucking you know that I this is the deepest you know that I know that you know that I know. But if you but if I did this, you didn't think about this kind of thing. 
they go pretty deep down the rabbit hole here to, to, to close the show out. Yeah, and they, uh, the episode starts off in, he calls Light, and he's like, hey, we're gonna set Misa free. Um, and he, they, they're, they're all going to this, this warehouse location. Yeah, because Nier's still, uh, still super adamant about the meeting taking place at this date, at this time. Yeah, so Light, he calls Misa, she's safe, they, like, set her up at a nice hotel, yada, yada, yada. Yeah! Uh, and then we all... Everybody packs in the cars, and they all head to the final confrontation. Uh, so we got all the remaining members of the SPK, as well as Nier, and then Light and the task force. Um, a little 4v4 action going <laughs> on. Yeah, and uh, Nier, Nier like, suggests that they wait 30 minutes to see if anybody's going to die, just in case. And he's like wearing like an, a mask of like L. Yep. Um, which Light's kind of mocked by that. Um, and he is basically waiting for ex to arrive because he knows that he's going to be there. Uh, and there's, like, one entrance into the building. Uh, and Matsuda and Ide, they're, like, freaking out. They're like, wait a minute. Like, if this guy shows up and starts writing our names, like, we're going to die. Like, they're they're panicking. Uh, and Nier's like, hey. Nobody's going to die. Nobody's going to die here. Um, yep. Then we kind of flash. He's like, oh, wait. He's already here. Uh, and then we flash to Mikami. He's like, just delete, delete. <laughs> yeah, he's peeking through the door. He, yeah, this guy's just having... Fucking jerking off his <laughs> all over his face. I swear, dude. Uh, yeah, and, and like, the whole time, like, while while Nier's going through these motions, Light is, like, trying his best to not completely unravel with, like, excitement. Because he's mm-hmm. like... Because Light in his head is like, holy shit. This is literally going down exactly how I planned it. Again. Once again, nobody can fucking outsmart me. I am the god, you know, like, and he's just trying so hard not to fucking laugh. Like he's like Dennis Reynolds, man. Like, I am a golden god. Yeah, he because uh, I think Nier's like, hey, nobody's gonna die because we've we've modified the notebook. And Knight's like, lights in his head. He's like, what? That's the fake mo- notebook that you modified. Like he's he's thinking that he's two steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nier's like, well, whoever's name isn't written down in the notebook must be Kira. Yep. And they uh, they actually go ahead and invite um, because well the because ep- I can't remember if they invite him in before or the episode ends with like them they, they they got the count they're counting to forty seconds and like that that's when the episode ends that's why like, it ends out there on a cliffhanger yeah they like invite Mikami in uh, we see like we see like a little bit of a flashback where like Mikami checked every night to make sure that the notebook hadn't been tampered with all this stuff yep. like with a microscope and all this stuff. Um, and the 40 seconds pass, and Light actually speaks out, and he goes, well, near looks like I win. And that's where the episode ends. Yep. Uh, which that brings us into the final episode. Episode 37, titled New World. Um, mm-hmm. So the 40 seconds have passed. No one's dead. Uh, near has them restrain me and me, and they like, hand the notebook over to Nier. Mm-hmm. And he looks at the names, and he's like, yep, Light, your name's the only one that's missing. And, and of course, uh, like light has like something like a rebuttal for every single thing. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's a trap. Uh, and of course, Mikami, he's not like the smartest, but oh, he, he no. like calls light God. Yep. So Nier uses that against him, dude. And it all just fucking unravels. Like light just, dude. Like this last ep, like this this last episode might be my favorite one in the show because like we. 
finally see him just fucking lose his mind. Yeah, he like try he like tries to like run away and run into this corner, um, and then this is where near he he like reveals that he they modified the fake notebook the light made, and then they modified the actual notebook and they like replaced all of its pages and like they had Giovanni write like write word for word all the names and everything in another notebook like mm-hmm. they went it, up- it, it was deep they 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 light did not account for that last little bit there. And it was it was because like you you worry about like uh, or what am I trying to say here? There was a point where like light was like you disgrace the name of L or something like or some shit like that. Whereas like Nier's actually ended up actually being better than L. Yeah, I think he says that when he sees him wearing the mask or something. Like yeah. That. Um. But yeah, and then Nier also reveals that he's been able to see Ryuk like this whole entire time. Uh, oh, oh, hey there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I think he asked, like, a question, like, if the, a piece of the notebook's removed, and can it be written on it? He asked something small like that. Oh, yeah, me. yeah. And because he notices in the note, because Nier noticed in the notebook that pieces were missing off of per- certain pages. And that's when he asked Ryuk. He was like, hey, if there's a piece of the page missing. And Ryuk's like, yep, sounds good to me. Yeah, which comes into effect here in just a minute. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, Nier reveals that, like, a lot of this is all thanks to Mello. Uh, he also looks... Yeah, I didn't like this part, too, because, like, yeah, that Mello knew this is how this was going to happen. Like, they knew they had to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it turns out that Mikami had also written Takada's name in his notebook, mm-hmm. which, against Light, Light didn't want him to do that, um, but Mikami kind of acted... On his own there. Yeah, he acted on his own, which kind of screwed Light over, but, I mean... Pretty much everything that Light tried was going wrong. Oh, yeah. And he's just straight, again, he's just unraveling. Because, like, this whole show, he's been, like, very cool and collected. Now he's just, like, cackling like a madman, just screaming. Just, just, and everybody's just kind of like, what? Yeah, and Light, weird. Light's surprised because, like, at this point he thought Mikami had the real notebook hidden. But, like, turns out Giovanni, it's all... Megami went that to, too. He like went to the bank twice in one day or something like that, and yep. so that's how he got a hold of the real notebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where lights. He, he he's laughing like maniacally. He's, he's questioning in, and he's trying to like, really just trying to talk his way out of it. Uh, and he's trying to like walk away, and he like, <laughs> he I, he wants like near to like test the notebook that he has. Uh, basically, he's just trying to bullshit his way out of this. Uh, and he yep. tries. He tries to use his little watch piece of paper again. An old fucking Giovanni with the quick draw McGraw just. No, no, it's Matsuda that does it. It is Matsuda. It is Matsuda. I thought it was Giovanni that did that. No, no, no this... because Giovanni is uh, he's the one who uh, apprehended um. Megami or fucking... Mikami. Yeah, 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 Mikami. Yeah, that's right. Because it, it made it made sense that it was uh it was Matsuda that that shot him because like because even Matsuda like said something after he did it. You're absolutely right. Yeah, he's like um, he's like he's super bummed because Matsuda believed in light all the time. Because he's also like, what would your father think? And like he's like, what do you mean? Like mm-hmm. he, he starts talking shit about his own dad. Yeah, he's like, oh, Soichiro Yagami. I think he calls him like a fool or something like that. Yeah. And then and uh, he's just like, how could you do this to your father? Yeah, Mat- yeah, Matsuda was pretty hurt. Yeah, and I like Matsuda's like tears are rolling down his cheeks. And then light, mm-hmm. he tries to use the blood from his like wound. To try and write again on the on the page, and then this is where Matsuda kind of unloads on him with his pistol. Yep, and then, like the, the rest of the task force like has to pull him off. Yeah, uh, 
And, like, I think it's good. Like, we see Matsuda, like, really grow as a character from, like, the beginning of this show where he was just, like, the guy getting laughed at to, like, really, like, how far he's come. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It ends up being, like, probably one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we see Mikami kind of create a distraction for Light. He actually, like, stabs himself like, in the heart himself. or something. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, spraying blood, which creates a distraction so that Light can try to escape, at least, but... Yep, and he ends up getting shot up here. No, yeah, yeah. Matsuda's already unloaded on him, so he's, 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 I think he's taking like five shots or something like that. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, and this is where we get like the final, really the final scene of the show. He got lights running yeah, away, and they're just like, yeah, we'll, we'll go get him, but like he, he's not going to make it far. Yeah, because that's what, uh, that's what, um, Nier says, like just with his wounds and, yeah, he he won't make it out of this complex or what he says something like that. Which and then then I think is it here that it cuts over to Ryuk? Yeah, Ryuk kind of closes up the show. Um, he's just saying some stuff like, "Well, light, it's been fun." Uh, this is this is the most not boring couple of months that we've had, yeah, or that been... I've, that we've both had, or a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, because he's been with light since he was in high school. Yeah, yeah. You gotta think he's he's like went to college, got out of college, like all a lot of stuff. No, before even that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like they've been together for I think like seven years or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ryuk's like, "Remember, I told you when this all began, I'd be the one to write your name in my death note." Um, and this death act, it actually it reminds me a lot of just the scene where he dies at, like he dies on the staircase. It kind of reminds me of how Spike Spiegel died, like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's up with the, the thing where anime characters die on staircases, but. Well, I don't know. Like I just like hear how, everything like his best laid plans, pretty much from high school, about creating a new world. How they just just they just completely unraveled. I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I, I I just like how everything turned around so quickly. And I, I don't know, man. Like, I I I really really like. I liked how it ended, and it was so, so fitting. But, yeah, he just – Ryuk puts his name in the death note, and he dies right there on those stairs. Yep, and then we get, like, the credits roll. We see, like, a scene with, like, Misa, like – kind of like a, a weird scene. It's not like a – Well, yeah, she's in that same, like, nun outfit that she had, the maid outfit that she had on in the previous episode. And she's, like – she's not singing. It's very somber. And like her, her, the last scene is her like on top of a building. Is it like assume that she kills herself, or is she just? Yeah, I'm I'm unsure really. Uh, cause yeah, cause it... we don't know how long her lifespan is because that's true. She's been given two Shinigami's lifespans. Yeah. Granted, she's asked for the Shinigami eyes a couple times, but like, yep. I don't know if she's gonna kill herself or like what she's gonna do because. Well, I mean, she I don't she think she's lost. Yeah, no, I think it's just fine to, like, for people to theorize and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, her, her days are well beyond numbered at that at this point, so. Yeah. Um, but, Chris... but, yeah, that's that's how it ended. Um, a lot of, uh, well, I'll start like this. Overall, I liked it. I loved the concept. I loved, um, I again, I loved the broad strokes of the story, but sometimes... There were a lot of times, and again, maybe it's just because I've only seen it for the first time. Um, I got confused in a lot of parts where, like, 
they would be doing something would be going on and then all of a sudden they would jump to something completely different and they wouldn't tie anything together until like six episodes later and i'm like wait a minute like am i still like when when it switched to like the second act of the show i was like am i still watching the same show i felt like that a lot yeah a lot of lights little plans that he has like you you see like a glimpse of like the start like the beginning of a plan but we don't Mm -hmm. see like there's no there's no context with it so we like well yeah and it's always like super drawn out and like super in depth and i was like how the fuck are we supposed to know that from like the scene? Like, you know, I, I understand like feeding from the long end of the spoon. You want to, you want to have those awesome Eureka moments where you see the plan come together. And like, you know, when, when you see L die, like at the end here, when you see, you know, near outsmart, uh, you know, light in the long run, but it's, at the same time, it's like, you, you just took me, you bounced me around to all these things that didn't matter only to tell me this stuff at the end. Yeah, I, th- I think for for an episode, I mean, it, there wasn't really a lot of filler in this show, but I think I think there was some better angles they could have taken. Like some of the intricacies, I thought were kind of very meh, but I thought the broad strokes of the show were really, really good. Yeah this this final section, I, I used to hate it. Like the first mm-hmm. time I watched it, I know I've touched on this before, but like mm-hmm. it's something I learned to respect more and more the more I've seen this show. Um, yeah, and I'm not a fan of. Um, I, think I don't know how I feel about the time jump. I think the time jump's fine. I think it's just hard to really fill a character in the spot that L left because, like, yeah, I don't know. It's L's like the main antagonist, although he's like obviously the good guy, but like he's the main driving the force main of like, foil, like he's the thing that's keeping the show going. Uh, and yeah. it's hard. It's hard to fill that void. I think. Absolutely, and you know, and I I understand you know he does have to die like that. That's a, that's I like the fact that he dies before the show ends, after pretty much solving the case. Um, you know, you find that you see that a lot a, a lot in detective stories. Um, but I, I wish I, I still genuinely wish that it would it would have been his father to figure out that it was him. Like I really wish that showdown would have been instead of this random near character and these random characters they brought in just to get us to this point i really genuinely wish it would it would have been his father having that standoff with him at the end yeah i'm also like like you said uh, it would have been cool to see that i'm I'm not a fan of his father having to get the shinigami eyes and that whole. yeah i thought that was bullshit too because i was so bummed because you know like i said last week that i thought you know how it was going to end was that his father was going to end up killing him Mm mm-hmm because um, it made sense, right? Especially early in the show when he when he had held his son at gunpoint with the with the blanks and you know tried to put all that shit together. Um, I don't know. It just seemed really really weird to like just kill him off like that and just have this random character like this is just so loosely tied to L in the whammy house. And it, I was like, why do we all? Why do we have this this orphanage dedicated to? creating people to find out who Kira is like it just seems so it's just bullshit it's just such bullshit yeah I, I do wish we got a little bit more backstory on the Whammy house and like how it came into development or like uh-huh. why they would even need to have a person success like succeed L at this point I don't know yeah like I, 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 I like the idea it, of just of L dying and like anybody like 
that that's that's why it just would have made so much more sense for it to be El, Light's fucking father, like because if L dies, like the knowledge he had dies with him, and I would have loved that last arc of the story being his father and fucking Aizawa like really start to figure shit out and like maybe his dad being in denial that there's like no way it's him there's no fucking way but then he's you know but at the end of the day he's also like a really good cop and a really good detective who you know stands up for justice so he would have to do it he would have to bring his son in right yeah I think one one even one scene with like L and Watry like showing like the origins of the whammy house would have helped a lot because oh, absolutely. Like, I do like the idea of L successors like teaming up together and actually solving the case after like their mentor gets mm. killed but like we never get to see any like moments of those three together at all like we don't get yeah. any any little backstory at all like yeah it's very shoehorned in and I, I I don't know um but again I I think these are some things like again the broad strokes of the show I really really like but these minor things like that where I think they could have taken it in a different direction um but Cody, overall, I like it. Will I will I watch it again? Probably not, because um, I think this is one of those animes where, like, I think the the mystery and figuring stuff out, seeing it happen, like you know, for the first time, I, I think it lose it might. You know, maybe I'm wrong, but to me, it would lose a lot of its luster going back and watching it again and then again. Um, but I get it; it's your favorite. We all I've watched, you know. <laughs> every episode of Ronma one half multiple times. I've watched pretty much every episode of My Hero Academia. I can sick you know, sink my teeth into multiple times. Mm-hmm. I've seen movies where you know the the twist at the end multiple times. So I get watching it multiple times. But I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of mysteries, but a lot of times mysteries and suspense and crime drive. A lot of that's you can only watch it once and it or you know every other subsequent time it becomes more background noise than anything right yeah i understand that it's like all the tense moments aren't as tense because like exactly you know like if you're watching it with somebody like a friend or something like that you can enjoy it again and yeah i think i was on the edge of my seat for those last two episodes i thought i thought the last two episodes were very they in the show ended very well and i like the the tension the build-up everything in those last two episodes was exactly what i what i for given let me put it this way given what they gave me it was exactly what i hoped it would be uh but chris how does it rank up for our rankings here we're going to go into those um currently Um, obviously we've only finished afro samurai and cowboy bebop and we both have those ranked cowboy bebop at the top and afro at second where would you put death note in this list well it's definitely not going to break the top spot i mean let's be honest i mean death note has received all kinds of accolades the, the show is very, very popular. It has, so many, it has spawned so many live-action spinoffs, you know, fucking musicals. It's won a ton of awards. It's on a lot of top, you know, it's on top 100 lists, top 10 lists. It's been voted Anime of the Year. Uh, I want to say back in 2007, it won multiple Anime of the Year uh, awards. So it's a good show. But I don't think it can even shine Cowboy Bebop shoes. So I think it's better than Afro Samurai. I don't think it's any. It can't. It can't even touch Bebop. So I, it's it's a firm plant number two, right behind Bebop. Okay. Well, I'm. I have to disagree with you, unfortunately. Uh, I think, and here's why. And I think it's good that we disagree, actually. Uh, sure. I think this the storyline of this uh, far surpasses 
the Bebop uh-huh. storyline. As much as I love like the style of well, Bebop, it's definitely more connected. I'll give you that. Yeah, the Bebop. Absolutely. I like if Bebop had more of the, of the, uh, fuck, what's the his vicious, stuff. vicious, vicious. That's it. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. If if we had more of that, I think I would enjoy it a lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. But the villain of the week thing, it, it's something I, I I enjoy a little bit, but it's not like my favorite. I like a I like a whole story. Sure. Uh, obviously, we got we got some gripes and some plot holes about this one, but I think just the overall the tense moments, the storyline, the mm-hmm. characters, I do enjoy them more than I did in Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Cowboy Bebop wins in in the soundtrack and the in the style department. Um, and I think that's what puts it over top for me, because um, I'll tell you right now, I I skipped the intro and the ending theme pretty much every single time on this show. Yeah, every I, time. Yeah, the, I don't like the outro. Uh, I like the original intro, and I kind of the second intro is okay, but the the ending the fucking <laughs> death metal. <laughs> 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 like the ending of the second intro, it just goes. It almost reminds me it's like a Japanese like system of a down type band. Yes. And they're just going ham at the end. Um, yeah. But yeah, Cowboy Bebop obviously has a beat. And I don't think mm. Cowboy Bebop's intro can be topped, really. Uh, <laughs> it's it's tough. It's tough. There's only a couple that are like in that elite category up there. Um, right. Um, Bebop's pretty, pretty great. But there it is, folks, our rankings. Chris has Cowboy Bebop still sitting at the top spot with the number one headband. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a tough one to dethrone. I mean, I, I, and it's, I mean, and it's not. Maybe it's a little biased, but I mean, like Bebop has been a show that's stuck with me for twenty years. Right. You know, so like, it's definitely earned its place. But and I don't want to take anything away from Death Note. Uh, I I actually. You know, this is the second time that I've watched something for the first time. Completely different experience than with Afro Samurai. I actually, with all my gripes and how I felt lost a couple of times overall, like I really, really liked the broad strokes of this show. I love serial killer stuff. Like this, this checked a lot of boxes for me. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to find an anime that like keeps you on like the edge of your seat, like. Yeah, and this one did a great job of that. Absolutely, it did. Like even with, like most of my favorite animes, like there's nothing like that really captures my attention like this does. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's our rankings, guys. Uh, and then Chris, we uh, we got a question this week. Um, Cody, you know I love questions and I love giving answers. All right, Chris, and this is <laughs> this one is uh, do we just watch anime or do we also read manga? Well, considering I can't read, no, um, <laughs> no, I actually. I don't read read manga as much. Um, uh, there was actually a, a, a stint for a while. I remember when the Shonen Jump magazine first came out, like in America, like early two thousands. I actually used to get it every week, and I would read like uh, Shaman King. I fucking love Shaman King. And uh, what else? What else? That's when I first discovered One Piece. So I used to read those. I read those quite a bit for quite a while. Um, and then I got into um, some other ones like Desert Punk. Um, I read a lot of the Berserk manga. I'm actually currently off and on again reading uh, My Hero Academia because um, I love that show and I want more. So th- I took the long way around to, yes, absolutely. Uh, and actually uh, Akira, is the Akira manga is so fucking good. So good. I don't know if you've ever read it because it's definitely way more meaty than the than the movie. 
I have not, but I, I've seen oh, I, I've seen it at like uh, the local like Borders type store that we have. Yeah, it's six very meaty volumes. Is it okay? Yeah, I believe it's six. It's either uh, I believe it is six. Yeah. Yeah. See, I have a small history with manga. Um, I think the first manga. I don't know if I mentioned this on our first episode or not. Um, but my brother had a couple of volumes of like Flame of Rekka. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Um, but that's where he he taught me like how to read backwards because you got to read from right to left and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So he kind of showed me the ropes on that. Uh, and I read a few chapters of that. I read some Gene King of Bandits. Um, but the first time I really got into manga is, is when I caught up on Naruto mm-hmm. and I had finally caught up with Shupaden. Uh And I it was, it's kind of like how you said with My Hero. It's like you have a... You want more, like, right now. Like, you can't wait for another season to oh, come yeah. out or anything Oh, yeah, you got to fill that void. You need to know what's going to happen next. You want to have the leg up when you start seeing some of these new villains and characters, like, brought to life in the anime. Oh, I believe me, I know. Yeah, and then, so, like, I, I read through... I, I basically caught up with the manga on that, and then I read through all the original. I've read all of Naruto. I've read all of Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually own the Death Note Collector's Edition manga. Oh, and, nice. And I've never actually had the time to, like, read it. It's just something that, like, I don't know. I, I saw it sitting on a shelf, and I'm like, man, I have to have that. Like, Oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's, 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 a, it's a shelf piece. It's a conversation piece. Yeah, and then I also own the, there's, like, a prequel book about Death Note. It's about L. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that's cool. So I own that as well. It's something I just, I just haven't gotten around to reading. I'm not, like, a big reader. Uh, it's just every now and again, like like when an anime draws my attention, and I want to like, if it's not a finished anime, I want to like read more of it. Um, sure. But well, it, L it, definitely by a mile was my favorite character in the show. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah. L L's hard to hard to top. Uh, like yeah. I, like I said, the void that he leaves when he dies, it's it's just the show really isn't the same. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. He he was he, he's he's a really good just anime character in general. Right. Uh, but yeah, like I I just. I like I enjoy reading manga, but I like when you get to watch it in like the animated version. It just it doesn't even. It hits different. Yeah, it hits totally different. Sure, you get more like little details and stuff like that in the manga because it's like it's like when a book becomes a movie. Exactly. You yeah. have to you have to make some concessions somewhere. Yeah, like fight scenes just don't even compare to how they are in animation. Yeah. Um, but like the details, like I said, they're they're obviously well, like in mm-hmm. in the manga. No, absolutely. Um, but Chris, we got you got a little bit of news this week. Actually, you talked you brought up Akira earlier. Yeah, um, you know we're recording this on Sunday, uh, September twenty first. Where um, and I've been seeing advertisements for it. Uh, some Regal Cinemas, or it's a um, it, it's pretty much like a Fathom thing. Um, they're showing Akira in movie theaters on September twenty fourth, and it's actually the uh, subtitled. Um, and they're showing it in like 4K, so it's gonna be like it's just it's. I've had the chance to see this movie in theater already, and it's it's extremely beautiful. And granted, I know you know we're in the middle of a pandemic, um, but I highly recommend if you think it's safe, if you feel safe enough to do it, and you want to you know maybe do something a little bit different, mask up, you know, sanitize up. I highly recommend if you feel safe enough to do it. Go see this movie in theaters. Yeah, and it's uh, September twenty fourth, one night only kind of thing. Yeah, I'm actually looking at some showings here in my area. Uh, 
I know I talked... Sorry, I was muted for a second there. Uh, oh, you're fine, man. I know I talked about it earlier with you in the week. Um, but yeah, it looks like we got showings Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Pretty much this whole weekend coming Oh, up. wow. Okay, so it's not a one-night-only thing. They're showing... We- good. Thank God. Because that's something, uh, if you get a chance to see it more than once, do it. Yeah, that might have to be something... You said you're going to see it as well, theaters? Like, I, I'm legitimately thinking about it. Yeah, I think like, I might have to. I know, cause I, I know. Because I've seen it in theaters already, but I, I would want to do it again. It's such a... Because, A, it's, it's, it's a masterpiece, first of all. Like, the movie's amazing. Um, and there's nothing quite like it in the movie theater. It's an experience. Yeah, I might have to go check that out. Uh, just I to, hi- highly recommend it. Just because, like, I, I've seen the Studio Ghibli movies, and usually when they come into theaters, I try to check them out, so... And I know they're they're kind of doing everything they can to prevent like the spread of COVID. Obviously, like mm-hmm. that there's no concession stands. You like order ahead, and they give you all your stuff. Um, yep. Masks are required. So I think it, like like Chris said, if you guys think it's safe and you know you want to check out a, a, an old school animated classic, um, now is definitely it, it, the time. It is straight up a classic. It is. I think if you're an anime fan, Akira is required viewing. Yeah, and like you said, there's nothing like seeing an animated movie in theaters. Like. I've seen Ponyo and like Steam Boy and Your Name and Weathering with You uh-huh. and like it just doesn't well, compare to like when you watch them on like Netflix or something like that. Well, and not only that, like a movie like Akira that was made back in like 1988, mm-hmm. it has aged beautifully. Right. Like it's it's not like other 80s anime where it's like very, everything's like every, most 80s anime is like everything kind of very sharp and super shaded and like I don't know like look look up 80s anime and then like look at akira akira looks like something that could that could be made today and still just it's just such a beautiful movie and i, I think it's it, it is held up very very well over the what 30 fucking years the movie's been out like it's i i cannot recommend it enough yeah absolutely uh now chris we got to talk about the opposite of a beautiful movie uh, and something we got to review next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, but uh, you know, I'm actually more excited to watch now. Of course, we're talking about the live action Netflix uh, Death Note movie. Um, maybe I'm a little more excited about watching it now because I have some context, and maybe that'll just piss me off that much more when I see how they massacre your boy. <laughs> oh, it absolutely will. Um, I actually absolutely. haven't seen it since the day it came out. Oh shit! I so watched this will it. Kind of be I a watched, fresh viewing for you too. I watched it like right. I remember I got off work that day. I went home. I watched it, and I was just disappointed. So full of hope. Yeah. No. No. I I knew it was going to be awful. Um, I think it was coming. I had just seen the Attack on Titan live action movies, so Ooh, I had lost stinker. I had lost all faith, and not. I mean, all live action animated movies are pretty much yeah garbage. There's, there's, I don't know who. I don't know if I don't know who the crowd is that is asking for them. But is like, there is there a decent live action movie based on? I think the only one that I can think of that's based on like a manga or an anime is um, the only one I can think of off the top of my head that's worth a damn is. Um, did you see uh, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise? No, I don't think I have. Okay, it's it's got Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. That's based on a manga called uh, All All You Need Is Kill. Um, that 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 is an excellent live action um, like adaption of, of yeah. that story. 
Yeah, no, I've heard good things about like the Rurouni Kenshin trilogy that came out. Mm, a few I, years I've ago. never seen those. I haven't seen those either, but I, I love Rurouni Kenshin and yeah, I do too. Um, I've heard good things about those, but like, and there the, aren't many. There. And there's been some like, like I think the first Attack on Titan movie is okay. Mm. Like it's it it's, starts it's out really strong. fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's still not needed, but then the second movie comes in and it's just, just <sighs> the worst thing I've ever watched. Uh. But I don't know. Yeah, you my know, eyes but, are rolling pretty hard watching the second part. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> like, you got Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, I remember that. Like, God, I feel like we should just watch that because... Just fucking because. Oh, we'll have to find some room to throw it into our schedule. And uh, oh, and also, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it, Cody. I'm in the minority here. I actually like the Ghost in the Shell movie with Scarlett Johansson. I'm gonna take, I actually liked it. Chris, I fell asleep in, that, in the theater during that movie. Really? So. You know, I liked it. I liked it. It's not as good as the source material. It's like it's not even in the same league. Yeah, I'd this like, is like Ghost in the Shell. Something we'll have to nominate sometime soon, or maybe not soon, but eventually. Uh, just because I haven't there's seen, there's a lot there to watch. I haven't seen all of it. Um, mm. I know there's like a movie, and then there's a remake of the movie, and then a lot and of there's action like a lot of spinoff series. of the movie, and then the series. Uh, yeah, it's just there's a lot there. Um, yeah, uh, but I'd like to watch that someday. Um, oh, for sure. And speaking of which, Chris, we got our we got our poll. Yeah, uh, let's let's close out on our poll, man. Our next, um, what was and what are your choices uh, for the next poll coming up? My choices, uh, my first choice for the one that I have seen uh, and I enjoy oh. very much is the Netflix adaptation of Castlevania. Oh, it's so good, so fucking good. Yeah, I think it's the best animation, I, I almost ever. Like it's, I know it's, it's beautiful to watch. I guess I know it's more modern, but I've never seen a modern anime look so good. Um, and then my, my second choice is actually a newer one that I saw pop up. It's on Netflix as well. It's called Japan Sinks 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really don't know much about it. I think there's like it's. I think there's some earthquakes that happen. I, mm-hmm. I've literally just read the little description. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a short little 10-episode series. So those are my two choices. Yep. Now my two, uh, I'm going to start with the one that I, um, that I haven't seen. And again, uh, keeping on theme with Netflix, um, Seven Deadly Sins. I've heard mostly good things about it. Um, it's in my queue. I always kind of go by it. Um, I've never seen it. Um, I'm curious. I'm I'm in. I think if people like it and that's what they want to see next, vote for it. Um, and the one that I have seen, and I feel like I maybe it's too early to do it, but like I I, I would I would do this I would do this show every week if I could. Uh, I actually went ahead and threw my Hero Academia. In the, in the arena. Um, I know it's a show that's still going on. And, you know, there's those OVAs that just came out. There's two movies. Um, there's, you know, what, four, we're four seasons in now. So there'd be a lot there to unpack. But there's so much good stuff there. Like, you you you, you know how I, how easily I can get excited, Cody. I, I'd be just on fucking cloud nine for all fucking 14 weeks or whatever it is we did, My Hero Academia. Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely would be too. Uh, as a show, it took me. It took a while for it to grow on me. I think it took about same like twelve same. episodes before I was like, okay, I'm in. It took me watching the first like three episodes multiple times before I was like, because I had a hard time. Because I before I started watching My Hero Academia, like I didn't. I was very much out of anime, and like when I first saw like the show open up with like the like everything was very sharp and very like weird looking. I was like. I don't know if I can get behind this animation style. And then like 
I watched the first episode. I was like, okay, this is cool. And then I watched the second two, and I was like, okay, I, I'm starting to like this. But then I just kind of walked away from it. And I had to go through that like two more times before I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure when the villains show up. But I know I watched up to right before that, and I was like, I don't see what the fuss is about. Like, uh-huh. it's something that was so overhyped. Like, this is like, they, people were calling it like, this is the Game of Thrones of anime. Like, it's so good. Like, you must see TV. And I'm like, man, uh-huh. I'm like eight episodes in, and I, I'm just not there. Uh, but once uh-huh. the villain showed up, I remember I got like chills. I was like, okay, I can, I can get down yeah. with this. And ever since then, I've watched every episode when they come out. I haven't seen the two new OVAs just yet. I haven't either. Um, but it, like you said, it's one of those newer animes that people are going to want to hear about. Um, so I don't mind taking, I don't know how many weeks it'll be. I'm trying to think of how many episodes there actually are now. Yeah, I mean, we got four full seasons. Um, and the, I want to say season five's due, what? <sighs> Did they say like October, November? Okay, it's something sometime soon. Maybe maybe early next year, maybe late this yeah, year. Yeah, like I, I, I know it's... I mean, but the way time has been going by, like, I feel like I just finished season four, like, a week ago, and no, no, it's been months. It's been months. Yeah, the whole COVID thing is really shaking things up. Um, Yeah. But either way, whatever, any of these four shows could get chosen, and I'm stoked to cover all of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I'm excited for any of them. And there's still so much more that we can, there's there's so much ground to cover here. There's so much anime, and there's there's so much of it I've never seen. Um I want to say, Cody. I don't think I've seen any of your picks. Oh, you seen uh, you seen Castlevania? What were your picks again? You seen Castlevania? Oh, yes, Castlevania. Sorry, sorry. Okay, yeah, I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I've seen Castlevania. Um, oddly enough, I have not finished season three yet. So okay. I'll, in case that one wins, I'll hold off on watching that. Yeah, I haven't finished the la- the newest season of Seven Deadly Sins, and I haven't actually seen the, like I said, the OVAs for My Hero or the movies. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen either movie. So I saw the I saw the second movie in theaters. Uh, the first movie. Um, came out in theaters when I was at um, I was at I went to a Final Fantasy tournament that weekend. Oh okay, yeah I got so in, I got invited to see the one. movies, but I hadn't I wasn't fully caught up on the show, mm-hmm. and I didn't I, I it didn't feel right going. Um, oh that's fair, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, look, but yeah, guys, you can go vote for that poll. It'll be live once this episode is uh, goes live tomorrow. So it'll be when you hear it. Obviously, the poll will be live. Um, yep. You can vote for that at Shonen and Suds on Twitter. And be sure to follow us on our Facebook page, which is also at just Shonen and Suds on Facebook. You can just search it, and we'll pop right up. Uh-huh. Uh, drop us a like there. Um, I want to thank we got a couple new followers on our Podbean. Oh, awesome! Uh, we appreciate you guys following us on that, showing support. If you guys have any questions for the show, you can leave them there in the comments section. Uh, just because it's an, it's the easiest place for us to read the questions, really. Um, uh-huh. Or you can also leave us a review on iTunes, um, and we'll be sure to read that on the show, good or bad. We we like we like your guys' feedback and uh mm-hmm. yeah I'm 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 actually enjoy I'm enjoying this I'm discovering new TV and like I said didn't really care for uh, Afro Samurai Resurrection um but I, I did enjoy my time with Death Note it was uh you know I'm I'm discovering a, a fucking ten year old anime that people love and I can see why um again my my gripes with the show were very very they were very you know, again, as somebody who likes crime drama, like I, I think there were some ways I would have liked to have seen it gone. But I, again, the broad strokes of this show were fucking fantastic, um, and it's definitely a show. It's Death Note's definitely a show that I could recommend to people that are, you know, that you know they want to see a decent anime. Again, at thirty-seven episodes, it's relatively bite-sized. 
Yeah, and 20 minutes goes by quick with anime. Like It did, yeah. The, like, these episodes went by very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. So that was good. It was very, very good. And, um, can't well, wait for the next one. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Chris. Uh, but like we said earlier, guys, uh, be sure to tune in and uh, watch Suffer with us as we watch this Death Note live-action Netflix movie. <sighs> I'm going to have to switch to hard liquor next week. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, guys, Chris, I, I got that's all I got. That's all I got, man. I'm definitely, uh, you know, again, just kind of reeling from everything. Uh, you know, the the way that show ended, uh, Death Note was just very, it was just pure gasoline, very tense. So I need to unwind a little bit and then uh, brace myself for the bullshit we're going to have to watch this week. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Chris. Well, uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up. I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending your 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 time with us and listening to shonen insights thank you so much and we will see you next time